Is Britney Spears a rapper? Yeah, definitely. We should put her on the okay, list. Great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Britney Spears. So is Taylor Swift. Just kidding. What do you think about Nicki Minaj? I liked a couple of her songs, like in high school. Oh man, Starships. We're meant to fly. Is that a rap song? There's rap in it, I think. Yeah, I guess there is. Yeah, yeah I just, I, oh man, she, she's just one of those for me where I'm like, man. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> tough, Good thoughts. Tough, tough stuff. Yeah. I really enjoyed those thoughts you had. Okay, on thank you. Yeah. Minaj. <laughs> I just didn't want to go there. I don't know why I brought her up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we spent five minutes talking about rap without talking about rap, so why don't we get started? Let's get started. <clears throat> this is Dylan. This is Nick. And you're listening to Colloquium. Here we are, back on Colloquium. And I think the only question on my mind, Nick, is do you still remember how to do this? I think so, yep. A um, podcast? Yeah, I think I remember yeah. how to talk. Yeah, yeah. We can well, do you're that, talking right? into the mic pretty well. Thank you. That's nice. Gosh, it's been what <laughs> five, six months? Yeah, I think it has. I was talking to my brother uh, last night on the phone, and he just casually brought in, tell him we were recording today or anything. He just casually brought. In. He's like, "So, have you uh, released any podcast episodes?" And I like, I like, kind of trolled him. I was like acting like. We, we had and he just like because he clearly had like just looked it up and saw that the last episode was his in december uh -huh. like, yeah no you, you didn't see he's like oh no maybe i missed it or something i was like no we just we just decided that your episode was so good we just wanted to make that the first thing people see for six straight months that was it that was it it's the only reason. No, but really, what happened? I think we just kind of got busy, and uh, we tried to meet up a couple times, and then it just, like, we got busy, had the bail. Yeah, these darn kids that we coach. Yeah, they, coaching, uh, it was crazy. It was a crazy season. Yeah, yeah, I felt like you, I'm, well, I think I'm, no, I was going to say I'm generating a reputation for uh, being gone a lot from, mm -hmm. from our community when I'm coaching, but I, I think it's safe to say that I already have the reputation of being yeah. gone a lot from the community. Yeah. When, Are you going to say that I gained so, that reputation this No, spring? I'm not saying that. I was just saying okay. I feel like you were more busy with coaching this spring than you have been in, in certainly the, was. the several years yeah. Yeah, that we've been here. So Yeah. I was uh, pretty invested this spring, and I, I think part of it was also the fact that our varsity team made the final four. Yeah kind of unexpectedly like we never made it out of the first round and i knew we had a good team but i had so many plans like the first two weeks of may that i just had to drop because we were still playing right i was not i was not banking on not being able to make plans during may because we've just we've never been playing in may before so that certainly carried on a lot a lot longer than i would have thought right yeah yeah so we're back but here's the land it's summer we're uh we are more or less on a break from coaching. We don't have nearly as much going on right now, and um, our schedules are actually pretty open. Yeah. Um, so we're uh, we're gonna try to get a bunch out this summer and uh, record them mostly over the summer and release them over the course of the next six months. So yeah. we look forward to uh, being back at it. Let's get to it. Should we get to it then? I think so. Yes. All That's right. why I said let's get to it. That, that would make sense, man. It's, it's been a while. I got you, yeah. All right. Wait, so, uh, 
Oh, you go first. Wait, we haven't done this in a while. Sorry, yeah. I was just uh, trying to figure uh, out uh, what. Uh, okay, yeah. All right, all you right. go. No, you go. Okay, I'll start talking. Uh, 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 <laughs> all right, all right. Seriously, let's go. Okay, I got. I'm going to say what I was going to say. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You go first. Rap music. Oh, that's our topic. That's all I got. Yes, it is. Rap music, indeed. It is. Yeah. yeah. That's a fun one. Sure, I don't know what's gonna be titled. It could be "Is Rap Music a Sin?" Oh, by the way, we're starting season two. I should have brought that up earlier. Oh, yeah. So this is the first episode of season two of Colloquium. So we had this hiatus, and we figured it's a convenient time to just pretend like we planned it. And uh, this is season <laughs> two. We just we just took a off season for the past six months, and here we go. It's all been planned. Um, that being said. Season two, I thought it'd be fun if just like almost every episode was called Is Blank a Sin? <laughs> oh, wait, now we have to do every episode of season two. Not like that everyone. Now. I just think, okay. I, th- I think the majority would be nice. Yeah. It's weird, but not a sin. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> also, the best meme on the internet. That's right. <laughs> That's one of my favorites, I have to admit. That always gets me. Father, bless me, Father. I, uh, I let the cat drink out of the bathwater again. <laughs> Once again, son, that is weird, <laughs> but not a son. <laughs> Gosh. Anyway. Uh, but no, sure. I think I think those tend to be some of our better topics if when we uh, just discuss is insert topic here a sin. I know our one with Dee's dad on boxing was, was mm-hmm. a good one. Uh, led to a lot of conversations uh, outside the podcast. Um, what else do we do? Is we like the what's what's wrong with gossiping or lying? Yep. Like those kind of like you take those controversial moral topics and. Um, really look at them from different angles. I think I think that's yeah. something I really enjoyed doing. I'm really interested in the rap music topic because this is something that at least I have thought about over the course of my my time as a human being, and um, I think this is something that a lot of people think about too, or at least a lot of people in the in the like devout Christian circle tend to just not think about rap music altogether and put it in this box. So anyway, uh, so let me be interested to talk about it. Is rap music a sin? Ah. Is it a sin? Let's see. Do you, what do you do? You mean is it a sin to listen to? Or just rap is it a music sin is to a be sin? a rapper to listen to it? Okay, is yeah. its existence sinful? So, ultimately, I think no. Uh, but we'll get into that, I guess. The thing that would be important to discuss at the beginning, I think, is why does rap music get such a bad reputation? Mm-hmm. Um, because I think it's clear that it does. Um, at yeah. least in, you know, like I said, devout Christian circles. So yeah, um, what's the deal with it, I think, is where we'd like to go. Yeah, I think when you think about, like, um, kids and the music kids want to listen to and the, the music that their parents don't want them to listen to, rap music would seem to be at the top of the list of, like, you know, the kid turns it on in the car or whatever, and the parent's like, ah, oh, put that garbage out of here. That's right. right. You know? Um, so it definitely has that reputation, some, probably in some ways justified and in some ways not. Um, but yeah, it does, it does have that reputation, right? And, and in some circles, uh, that's a very negative thing. Um, but I think the interesting thing about music in general is you could say, you know, if I say country music, all sorts of stereotypes, all sorts of, um, just kind of assumptions about that entire genre, because genres of music represent a culture. Right. And the good, the bad, the ugly of that culture um, right. is, is really on display when you look at the music. And so I think uh, that's 
certainly the case with rap music. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's true that I think some of the things in rap music aren't specifically tied to rap music, but I think maybe I'll start by giving the legitimate reasons why people would consider sure. rap mm-hmm. music bad. Okay. And that's because a lot of rap music is, in fact, bad. Uh, <laughs> it has, yeah. it yeah. has bad, you know, ex- very explicit content. Most, In fact, I'll go so far as to say most mainstream rap, um, and we can name names or songs here in a second as examples, but most of it is extremely explicit. And I think yeah. what I mean by that is, like, just unnecessary use of inappropriate language everywhere, uh, references to sex and objectifying women, especially yeah. uh, prostitutes, all that, yeah. drugs and alcohol, mm-hmm. um, idolization of money and fame is a yeah. huge thing in rap. Uh, so, you know, all these things, I think, are very prevalent, especially in mainstream rap. So, um, Yeah, I think, I mean, if I were to ask you just name a rapper, right, and you say Drake or Eminem, right, and I just pull up their Spotify, they're all going to have the majority of their songs labeled as explicit. Mm-hmm. And that's just simply not the case with any other. Well, I mean, I don't think that's the case with any other genre. Like maybe pop music is close um, in terms of right, like top 40. Um, but you don't see that with country. Country has its explicit songs, you know, and um, every genre has its, you know, its explicit songs. But that's one of the things I've noticed at times when I've like wanted to get into a rapper. Like I think Drake's someone I think has, has really good songs. Um, but then you go to listen to them and it's like, wow. Like it's it, you're hard pressed to find a clean song, right? Yeah, I think too. This is a little bit of a tangent that um, uh, I haven't prepared you for, but anyway, mm-hmm. the the use of explicit labelings on songs too, you can't necessarily trust either. Like, just my favorite thing is for you know, for someone to think they're making a song clean by now removing the f word in the song, and mm-hmm. now all of a sudden it's clean. Mm-hmm. Um, that's absolutely not the case in most situations i would say yeah the a lot of times the rap music is uh, you know about it's explicit yes because there's a lot of bad language in but also because of the content itself like i mentioned so like yeah. honestly you can't even trust the you, you can trust the explicit labeling but even if you remove all the words it's still explicit you yeah. know what i mean so it's, it's that level of explicitness so it could be inappropriate without being explicit that's right yeah yeah, yeah. And I think that's certainly something you see in, in maybe, I think rap music, maybe just because of its reliance on four letter words, yeah, um, just kind of gets the explicit label by default. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think other genres, and this may be something that's in a sense unfair to rap music, I think other genres can have equally inappropriate content, but not get the label right. because they're not leaning on four letter words as a crutch to the same extent. Because I hear all sorts, there's all sorts of sexually explicit stuff in, in country music and pop music as well. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah, I agree. They avoid the, yeah, because they don't drop the F-bomb four times, they, they don't mm-hmm. get the explicit label even though it is. Yeah. It would yeah. be interesting. I don't know what the criteria is for explicit, but I would imagine it's it's kind of like R-rated movies. You get like, um, well, it's not exactly. You get one like free F-word and then the second F-word, it's, it's R. Uh, for movies that's so it's right. probably a similar type standard is there's certain words that if it's in it it's going to get the explicit mark yeah that makes sense yeah interesting yeah. so that's the number one thing right it, it it's extremely explicit generally speaking uh language uh a lot of talk about drugs alcohol sex um you put on here idoliz- idolization of money certainly certainly um 
you had some examples, which yeah. I mean, really just anything. <laughs> I did have anything some examples. I, I think one of the things I wanted to mention a couple of examples just because it, in my own life, just because I think it's a, a powerful reminder of just the effect that inappropriate music can have on us. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and to, to think that listening to a song you know, consistently does not have, you know, inappropriate song does not have an effect, I think is false. Um, and, uh, you know, I, so for example, I'm, I'm sure I know little Wayne has a couple of like really good songs, but Mm -hmm. he's an example of someone that was just mainstream growing up that we Mm -hmm. listened to. And, Mm -hmm. um, some of his songs, like I I remember I I have a song that still every now and then pops into my head from time to time Mm -hmm. that I listen to that, um, you can look it up. It's called Mrs. Officer. Mm. I think I've talked about this before on a podcast. Sounds maybe. familiar. Yeah, but um, it's a really catchy song. I used to listen to it all the time, just out of my ignorance. Mm-hmm. And I'll—I I'll, don't even want to go into it, but I'll let you—you you know, if you're listening, just look it up about what's in that song and what he's referencing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's absolutely horrible. And I, you know, I yeah. listen to that growing up all the time, and it still pops into my head. Yeah. You know, and to say that that doesn't have an effect, I think is is false. You know. Um, yeah. So that's an example. And there's other more mainstream songs that are even worse, you know? Um, yeah. So anyway. Yeah, I'd be curious. And maybe it's, it's not time to go there yet. But I also wonder, like, you say it has an effect. And I think that's certainly true. Um, but what is that effect? Because I, I, you hear people all the time, you know, say, oh, well, yeah, yeah, I, you know, sure, there's that content. But, like, that's not leading me to go do drugs or mm-hmm. um, you know, say these things. Like, it's just going in my head, right? Is that... Um, I don't know. What, what would you say to somebody who, who thinks that they can just listen to it and it not affect their life? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The one main thing that I would say is uh, desensitization, you know, just from a personal perspective um, mm-hmm. that I think is um, it, it's hard to convince someone of this. I have to admit yeah. it's very hard to convince someone of this, but just being desensitized to listening to a, a man, uh, bragging about how he's throwing money at prostitutes yeah um for example is you know at least in your heart you know uh allowing yourself to see that as normal yeah so i i just think that's one main reason yeah and i think i think too i mean you know you hear the phrase like you're you're, you become like the five people you spend the most time with right well, I think it's similar with your with your the media you intake, right? You become like the things that you consume the most, that you listen to the most, and I mean, I it's hard to like prove it, but I think experientially this is true. Um, I think certainly if you're listening to uh, words with cuss words or sorry songs with cuss words all the time, I think you're a lot more likely to use those words in real life, right? Um, and you can't say with certainty, oh, you're you're using those words because. Uh, you're listening to that music, but I, I think it's certainly true. I think I've seen that in my life, and mm-hmm. and I think the desensitization too, um, the ways that maybe music talks about women, right, can actually lead you. Like music is not, it's not. We can't say that the lyrics aren't are just neutral, right? Because when we listen to music, when we listen to something that's really good, when we listen to a really good song we like it because of the lyrics, right? We think that it's expressing something meaningful and powerful. So similarly, if we're listening to something that is expressing something degrading or sinful, I I think it's going to have those subtle, like you said, subtle um, influences on our our behavior. 
and I think that matters. And I think as, as soon as we start to want to shape our life um, in the model of Christ, then I think that's certainly something we need to think think seriously about what we're listening to. Sure, yeah. Just as a reminder, we're talking about why rap music gets a bad reputation. We're not necessarily condemning our views, you know, mm-hmm. you know sharing our views of, you know, uh, we think rap music is all bad. It's just we're, yeah. we're giving you the up, we're giving everyone the upfront yeah. kind of why we think rap music gets a bad reputation. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to get, we're going to get to some positives. I think we're going to mention some, some artists and some songs that yeah. we like. Um, so stay tuned for that if you right. think we're hating on rap music. Yeah, um, which we are, but some some forms. Uh. Yeah, we're hating <laughs> yeah. on aspects of, right. of yeah. rap music. Yeah, uh, yeah. The other thing too I put on here was, um, were you done with that? By the way, the Go explicitness. Ahead. No. Okay. Yeah, I am, yeah. yeah. The other thing was just the type of sound that rap music um, tends to exhibit, which I yeah. think is a very interesting conversation that I'd like to get into a little bit more. But rap music tends to be not always, but tends to be loud and noisy and violent yeah um you know it tends to be the type of thing like the image i have in my mind i think maybe even you said once was like someone driving by and angry with the rap music blared up and their Mm -hmm. windows rolled down you know going 25 miles an hour over the speed limit like that that kind Mm -hmm. of you know just peace disturbing sort of noise sometimes yeah so i think it's very similar to like heavy metal in this way sort of um, you say sort of, so you think you got a distinction? Uh, I haven't really thought about it, but I think okay. there is a distinction somewhere. Yeah. We'll see. I don't know. Go well, ahead. I think both of them for me just have that tendency to be just noise. And now that might be offensive to a heavy metal fan or a hardcore rap fan, right? Um, mildly offensive, at least hopefully mm-hmm. they're not turning off the <laughs> podcast over that. I, but I do think it has that sense. And, and as someone who has listened to both of those genres and enjoyed it, um, there is something about it that I feel a, I feel different if I'm just filling my kind of day with those right. sounds than if I do with something kind of less noisy in a sense. And so I certainly think, I mean, you put here like difference between like Gregorian chant and, and rap music. Like there's a different, it does something different to you, right? And I think I think my kind of my kind of experience with rap, and sure, some of this is probably just shaped by personal preference, but is I find myself wanting to listen to it for a time, but not like consistently. Yeah, because I find if it, if it's consistently kind of there in my life, it just can turn into noise. Um, whereas listening to it occasionally is is actually can be a really like cool kind of poetic expression um but it just it it it, it, for me personally it also tends to be maybe a genre that i would burn out on quicker i don't know i agree that's been exactly my experience too so Hmm. yeah yeah it is so interesting though just to think about the nature of it and this is i know our friend dan fox uh we've talked some with him about like Mm -hmm. the kind of objective nature of different styles of music and why some are objectively more beautiful, why some music stands the test of time, right? I think it's such an interesting thing when we talk about modern music in general is it hasn't really been tested with the test with the test of time yet, right? Like we know that Mozart is good because it's lasted 500 years, right? Right. Um, maybe rap will too, but it hasn't yet. 
mm-hmm. you know, generally speaking, like the, what we think of when we think of rap music or pop music or country, any of these genres that we listen to today, yeah, they just haven't been years. tested yet, yeah. right? Um, so it'll be interesting to see how they do stand the test of times, but I'm willing to bet that they won't to the same extent that Mozart has yeah. in, in the, the classics. Yeah, I'm betting you're right, yeah. So maybe let's go there then. Is there anything inherently wrong with rap music in terms of its sound? Uh, uh, I think maybe that's where we want to go with this. I don't think so. I think that, I mean, I think if we were asking the question of like, is it appropriate for the liturgy? I think the answer would be no. Hmm. Um, I think that, you know, there's a reason why the church chooses particular, gives preference to particular styles of music, Um, you know, first priority being Gregorian chant is because I think it, it puts you in a state of contemplation in a state of silence. I don't want to say rap doesn't do that. Cause that's the, I already immediately think of that objection. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, you can, can be contemplative. Right. Um, but I think a prayerful state, a, a state conducive to participation in the liturgy. And I, I think there is, is a different forms of music play a different role. Um, so I don't think there's anything inherently wrong with rap. Uh, I think that it is a genre of music, like maybe heavy metal um, and some other genres as well, that maybe is less conducive to cultivating silence interiorly. And so, but is that make it inherently wrong? No, I don't think everything we need to listen to needs to lead us to this like state of silent contemplation. Um, so no, I don't think there is, but I think that it is maybe not something we should just fill our day with. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think? I think I agree with all of that. Um, I do want to say something too. I know I'd mentioned the sound right off, but I do think I want to say something too about the, the lyrics of rap music. I, I think rap is, I actually have a lot of admiration for the work of a lot of rappers in terms of their, you know, lyrical construction of their songs. I think it's art. I think it's an art form. So it's essentially poetry, you know, Um, the use of language to um, inspire the listener. So I think rap is one of the more poetic genres of music. Yeah, certainly. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, I really appreciate rap, especially like I really like listening to these, you know, softer, more stripped down rap beats or maybe even like freestyle without a beat kind of a kind of raps. Uh, I actually really like that. Um, just removed from the, you know, technical sounds of normal mainstream rap songs. I actually really enjoy that. So anyway, my point is, I think the language of rap is very artistic. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I think I remember like, uh, uh, if you ever go to like a slam poetry or spoken word, kind of uh night i remember i had a roommate in college who was really into like open mic nights and he he was like practicing slam poetry and and spoken word and it was uh really fascinating just to see the creativity that goes into just into that whole genre it's a very poetic thing yeah yeah i had a friend in uh focus summer training one year that was in our um Mm -hmm. our small group that did slam poetry for the talent show. We have a talent show every yeah. summer for focus. So, uh, yeah, I really enjoy listening yeah. to that in freestyling yeah. too. I know you've done some freestyling just for fun. Right? It's, it's, <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe we can have you do one at the end. Here, yeah, oh but, my goodness. Yeah, uh, I do. Uh, my freestyle consists of me getting about three lines in, in my car by myself, uh, when I'm driving. So, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yes, if you, but if there, you think that's a uh, freestyle, there's something about that. Like, I don't know. There's something about that, that, kind of sparks creativity in a way that like 
just sitting down and trying to write a song doesn't. Yeah. You know, it kind of like puts you in this, like, it's like freestyle. It's like the pressure. You got to come up with something and it kind of frees you to just kind of say the first thing that comes to your mind. (laughs) Whereas I think sometimes if we're really sitting down and trying to write something creative and poetic, we kind of stifle the creative energy Mm. because we're thinking too hard about it. So I think something about rap and freestyle in particular, just kind of allows you to kind of be a little less analytical and just allow the creativity to just flow. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I like that. So it's certainly, uh, I think, I think there's certainly positives to it. Does, does Plato have anything to say about this? Yeah. I was going to mention that. Um, you know, I read, I read some of Cardinal Seurat's book, the power of silence. Fantastic. Um, book, by the way. Yeah. Which I, I really enjoy what I read of it, but he mentions, he talks about music and in terms of silence and he mentions Plato's definition and Plato says that music is, is basically art that arranges sound so that it inspires a lover of, of virtue. So mm. art that orders sound so as to inspire a love of virtue. Um, so I've, I've really uh, been moved by that definition, and I think that's very, very interesting to think yeah. about. Does rap do that? Does rap, when you listen to it, inspire a love of virtue in your life? Mm. Um, So it's interesting because I wonder if Plato, when he's saying that, is thinking of, I would imagine he's thinking of instrumental music. Yeah. I don't know. He he might be. But I don't know. Like, is he, I mean, is he considering lyrical music? Because I think that obviously the lyrics can take, like, you could put unvirtuous lyrics to an otherwise very, like, uplifting melody or quote-unquote virtuous melody or whatever, and just would ruin the whole thing right um so yeah i I, but do you think there's do you think there's an element of lyrics aside music can inspire love of virtue or could bad music therefore then not inspire love of virtue or inspire vice yeah i think so i mean i i think there's definitely what i mean what plato is saying at least i think is that the sound the type of sound not exclude excluding the lyrics um, can inspire a love of virtue or it can not inspire a love yeah. of virtue. Uh, so, I mean, I think that's what Plato is saying. And I think the question is, does the type of rap, you know, does the type of music rap in this case do that? Um, I think my answer would be it depends. Mm-hmm. It depends. Like there are some sounds in rap music, I think that, inspire a love of vice like i don't know let me throw this out there as a thought experiment what is the feeling that you get when you listen to rap music i just to think about i know and i'll offer my opinion at first so you can think on it but i know sometimes for me it's one of like like pride and like when i listen to a rap song Mm -hmm. all of a sudden i'm thinking i'm all that or whatever you know um so that to me says, oh, you know, maybe, you know, certain rap songs inspire vice in my life and not virtue when I listen to it, mm-hmm. you know, lyrics excluded. Um, mm-hmm. Just something to think about. Yeah, it's interesting to think when you set aside the lyrics, I think of kind of two things. Well, well, well first, I think that was a good point. I think maybe it could be there could be a kind of egocentricism, right, is rap is associated with this like almost sometimes like performance and like the words that I'm saying are important. Mm -hmm. And 
um, listen to me. Uh, but I, the other thing I think of, and this may be more hip hop in general, even pop music, but like, there's certainly certain sounds you hear in music that remind you of like a club atmosphere. Yeah, that's right. right. And I would say that that's, I mean, is that objective in the sense that like, if we didn't have clubs, would that remind you of a club? Maybe not. Yeah. But because clubs exist, um, there's certainly certain sounds that when I hear, it's like, oh, this makes me think of some unholy things. Yeah. Right. These sounds in and of themselves. So I think that can come from rap at times. Um, I forget what the other, I had another thought in the opposite direction on, on sometimes what rap can, uh, kind of make me think of or how it can inspire me. But I'm I'm losing it at the yeah. moment. I think one of the positive things that rap music can do for me is like it's, I, <laughs> I think it's like a mood thing sometimes. You know, I'd say that half jokingly, but I'm I'm kind of serious too. It's like, you know, I know I'm going to talk about NF later, and he's someone who like when I'm in a certain emotional state, his like raw, darker, honest rap mm-hmm. beats or whatever uh, is really. You know, it can be really good and moving for me. I can connect with that. So, you know, I mean, I think maybe it depends on the, like, one, the the type of rap, and then two, the emotional state or the spiritual state in which you're in. So, yeah, um, I don't. And I think being discerning about that is important, right? Like, I think of, I think there's certainly sounds in music that can induce anxiety, Um, and in. Those sounds might have a time and place when you're feeling angsty, when you really need to let out some sort of emotion, right? Like I think of heavy metal, again, to come back to that. Like when you're really feeling angry, right? You think of the (laughs) Psalms. Like the Psalms were really music initially, right? It's thought that the Psalms were performed in song. We don't know exactly how they sounded, but we have the lyrics. And many of the Psalms are expressions of anger deep anger right and so i think there are times where that's appropriate to express but if i'm going around listening to this angry music throughout my day even when i'm not just like needing to let off steam could that make me a little bit of an angry person probably yeah yeah probably it's a good point um but yeah so i think certainly music aside and rap music aside from uh, and that's, this is where I think I get to the point of like, when you think about like music that leads to contemplation and prayer, like rap music, I think certainly has a time and place, but I, I think it's also the thing I wouldn't recommend you fill your, your whole day with. Yeah, I agree. I think it's even like a phase of, yeah, certain times in the day I would say, or maybe even certain phases of life. I don't know. Like I, I just don't know that rap music. And I think I'm gonna go so far yeah. as to say that I agree with you, and that rap music I don't think should fill your day. I mean, I think that's in a. I think that's detrimental. Or it deters from you know silence in one's life. So, so you alluded to earlier the the, the thought that like, I think I guess you at one point thought that rap music was like you should wean off of it once you're spiritually mature or yeah, something. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did actually. Uh, that was, and you know, I, I don't think I've totally convinced myself that that's false. I, I think rap music does like, so here's an example uh, that I'll use. I don't think you see monks at our Benedictine monastery over here in Coleman turning on Lecrae like at all. I mean, I yeah. could be totally wrong. Mm-hmm. 
but I'm willing mm-hmm. to bet that that is almost exclusively outside of their musical taste. Yeah. And I think one of the reasons is that for that is what I'll suggest is that rap music tends to deter an individual from a life of silence of listening to the Lord. Um, now, I, I guess, I, you know, first of all, I listen to rap music. I do. I've, I've listened to it a lot more frequently, like in the past year. Yeah. You've been um, really spiritually immature lately. That's right. Noticed, that's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and um, I guess I can't give a, like, a reason, like a logical reason for why I started to listen to rap music again, other than um, I got into it because um, I started playing a lot of this rap music out at the soccer field when I was coaching and, you know, listened to a lot of the songs and, I liked them and mm-hmm. um, started to listen to it a little bit outside of you know uh, soccer practice even. So um, I hesitate to say that that rap music does not have value, um, but I can't articulate why it would have value at the moment if it doesn't lead to silence. Yeah. I mean, there's certainly this, there's this idea that I believe, sometimes I struggle to believe, but that in the spiritual life that there are, this won't sound that controversial now that I think about it, but there are good desires and bad desires. There are good tastes and bad tastes, right? Um, and even when it comes to some things that seem subjective and don't seem like, oh yeah, like that's a bad, it's bad to like this kind of music, right? I do think that's true. And I do think there are things that are better that we desire. Things that aren't sinful, that it's better that we don't desire. Yeah. Um, and I think that when it comes to, I mean, it, it's just like when you, when you progress in the Christian life and I think, I think we've both experienced this to a degree and you just have less desire for watching certain movies or, um, mm-hmm. playing video games or certain things. It just, they become less interesting, less desirable to you. And so I think certainly music and, and, and genres of music like rap could be a part of that. Um, as you progress, maybe it isn't as important. Uh, maybe it isn't a desire that's, is it leading you necessarily leading you to join a gang and cuss all the time? No, it may not. Right. That probably can't, that can happen. It depends on where you are in your spiritual journey. Right. Um, but even if you're listening to lyrically wholesome stuff, if you're filling your day, um, with rap music, that's taking you away from a, a spirit of contemplation, uh, certainly that might be spiritually immature. Yeah. I think and I think your example of the monks is, is a great example of that. Yeah. I think it's very well articulated. Yep. I think, I think I tend to agree with that. Um, I think I will say just as a caveat, uh, we'll see if we're ready to move on to the, uh, talking about some specific rappers here, mm-hmm. but I think I will say that, you know, if, um, someone likes to listen to rap music currently then i think we could say we could agree that that is a thing that we do not want to suggest they should stop listening to with certain caveats you know like Mm -hmm. if you're immersed in you know uh lil wayne's really explicit Mm -hmm. you know third album or whatever like Mm -hmm. eh, you know is it the third album i don't know i just i just throw out yeah (laughs) 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 uh but you know 
if that's the style of rap music that one is interested in, then maybe we should move on from that. But, yeah. you know, there are rap uh, artists, uh, there are rap songs that are good to listen to yeah. if that's the state in life that you're in. Yeah. And maybe that's a good way of looking at it, right? Like if, if the Lord hasn't put it on your heart to decrease or get rid of your consumption of rap music, then maybe that's not your next step in virtue. Right. Right. Um, if you're listening to incredibly explicit rap music, the Lord probably wants you to stop doing that. <laughs> but <laughs> um, well, okay. So if you are going to listen to rap, let's, let's go yeah. there. If you are going to listen to rap, what's who, what is worth listening to? Yeah. I, I don't want to, I want to caveat this up front because I don't want us to lose the credibility of our list, like uh, to lose our credibility when I say Lecrae, because I know he's the most prominent uh, Christian rapper, specifically, specifically Christian rapper. Yeah. And, um, you know, the reason I mentioned Lecrae is because he is a legitimate, uh, you know, recognized rapper in Mm -hmm. the community. I mean, he has yeah. won multiple Grammys. Um, he collaborates with huge names across music. Um, he uh, and he has really great rap music. I think I, yeah. I really enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, um, when I've played, you know, uh, a lot of the songs out of the soccer field, I you know I, uh, the high scores that I coach, they really enjoy it too. So yeah, um, yeah. So Lecrae, I think, is the first one that I would say. Yeah. What I love about Lecrae, and I think this is this is typical of Christian rap in general, but I think Lecrae can, can very much be representative of the Christian rap movement and culture, um, is that it sounds like the original genre. So, so often the problem with other Christian music, like Christian contemporary music, is its whole own genre that sounds the same, right? You can hear a song and know by the beat that it's praise and worship. A Christian, Christian song. Contemporary. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, and I remember... Like, even as a kid listening to that, when I first started hearing, like, Way FM on the radio, the Christian radio station, I would just, like, I would know it by the sound before I ever heard a lyric. And I don't think that's the case with with Lecrae. Um, I think it is authentic. It's true to the genre. But he does it in, in a wholesome, sometimes evangelistic way, sometimes just a wholesome way. Sometimes he's just rapping about life. Um in a way that's not leading your kids down a dangerous path. Yeah. And that's a really good and beautiful thing to, um, and like you said, the credibility he has in that genre. Um, I think it's a great thing. Yeah. Uh, that's one of the things I really like about Lecrae. Yeah. That's very true. Again, very well said. Yeah. Um, I totally agree. Lecrae has a way of being, very, and I'll, <laughs> I'll actually mention a story here. He has a way of being very um, in line with the culture in which he's a part and speaking truth into that culture. He talks about yes. very, very yeah. real things all yeah. the time in his songs, and it's appreciated. Mm-hmm. Um, it was funny. The other day, um, out at soccer practice, I mean, literally just three days ago, mm-hmm. um, I was playing one of the Lecrae songs, and uh I'm going to embarrass myself here, but it's called Spread the Ops. The song Mm -hmm. is one of his new ones on his newer Mm -hmm. album, Church Closed 4. And uh, the girls were like, what is he saying? Spread the Ops? And apparently apparently that means like uh, something inappropriate inappropriate in reality. Oh, interesting. uh, Yeah, but he uses it and, you know, 
turns it into you know a a christian themed song so uh Interesting. And so he's co-opting the yeah, term, yeah. the girls yeah. were like kind of taken aback that that was the name of the song and i was like oh like this is lecrae let me go figure out like what's going yeah. on you know so anyway that was a perfect example of how he's like yeah le- he's legitimately trying and succeeding at you know inserting the christian message message into the culture uh, that's fascinating i did so, not know that about spread the office but yeah. it makes me think of another <laughs> song of his i don't know if you've heard i'm turnt yeah, I have heard uh, it. But it's the same thing. It's like, I'm turned, which is this phrase about like getting really drunk or getting really high. And it's about like being at a party. And he says he's turned, but he's just, I mean, the, the cliche, but like high on the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Right. He's like, everybody in here is like drunk. I don't need this because I've got the Lord. Um, but he's, he's kind of co-oping that phrase, I'm turned, just like spread the ops. That's really cool. I didn't. I, I guess that is a pattern the more I think about it with yeah. the songs. He is good, yeah. Another one I wanted to mention too was um, Good, Bad, Ugly. Um, you know, that, that song is, I think, a really, really good place to start with Lecrae because, um, you know, he has a really powerful conversion story uh, where he was you know, a drug addict, arrested multiple times, living the you know, sort of street lifestyle had a conversion um but you know he uh, had uh, he got his girlfriend that at the you know uh, i think even after he converted still working through some virtue things and you know he got his girlfriend pregnant and they had an abortion oh, um wow. and he's very outspoken about like just what a mistake that was mm-hmm. and like you know just him you know overcoming that um that experience and receiving forgiveness and things like that and the good good bad ugly is kind of his his story about his conversion and that experience it, it's really powerful so um the great place to start getting to know lecrae a bit i'll have to check it out i haven't heard that one is that newer or older it's older older yeah yeah um i'll mention a couple of lecrae songs we can move in first of all i, I mean i can't not mention it but coming in hot is just like <laughs> just like a fajita just the best song mainly for that one line <laughs> he comes in and he says coming in hot like a fajita and i was telling you before the show actually i think we were recording so maybe this will show up twice but um anytime i'm thinking of fajitas or anything related to the phrase coming in hot that that's what comes to mind coming yeah. in hot like a fajita it's just <laughs> it's just an amazing line it's i don't know why but i love it yeah no that is good yeah um i really like uh there's two songs i really like from him that are both older um i tend to like older lecrae a little bit chase that um there's some oh this this song is just beautifully beautifully written chase that so i'll read you just a, a snippet um can you rap it uh no. i can <laughs> Please don't. Will I? No. <laughs> no. Um, so, so the chorus is basically, uh, you can have the money, you can have the fame, but me, I want the glory. I'm living for the name. See, life is just a picture I see outside the frame. I'm living for a kingdom that I ain't ever seen. Um, so it's like, it's honestly, I remember when I first heard it, it wasn't clear to me that like, this is, uh, this is about Jesus. Right. Um, and that's where I think he's good as well. It's like living for the name. Like at first it's like, oh, he, he wants like than his name to be known, right? But then when you think about it deeper, when you're when you listen as you listen to it, it's like, oh, this is this is about the name, the name of Jesus, right? Um, so I really like that. But there's a, a verse that I want to read you if I can find it here. That oh yeah, this is it, this is it. Um, I remember chasing the green, feeling blue. Only check I'm counting is the mic check one two. All I wanted was the money and the fame and the new. Somebody on my arm when I walk inside the room. All I wanted was doom. The same kind Alexander the Great felt when the earth ran out of room. 
He conquered all he could, and yet he's feeling consumed by this never-ending quest for glory he couldn't fuel. Hmm. That's really Actually, good. That's like one of my favorite verses of his. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah, his songs are riddled with all sorts of things like that. Yeah, so he's a great, great artist that I think we can both recommend. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so. we'll move on. I'll, st- I'll stick to that. That'll be my last Lecrae song to mention. Good stuff. All okay. right, Mr. Nate. Ah, Nate Feuerstein. Is that how you say his name? NF. I have no idea. You okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, NF. He's one that I think has risen to a ton of popularity recently. Um, his newest album just came out a month or two ago. Uh, hope but he's another outspoken christian but he does not identify himself as a christian rapper he's you know in the hip-hop rap genre Mm -hmm. um kind of in the mainstream and um i'm a huge fan of lucray of lucray yes but i'm I'm, what i meant to say was i'm a huge fan of nf um he is uh his album the search which is his second uh uh his penultimate most, album? Yeah, his penultimate. His second newest album is, I think, an absolute masterpiece. Um, I, I mm. can listen to it from beginning to end pretty much on any day. Yeah. Um, I think one of his most significant qualities is, one, I think he is a, I mean, you know, I'm not like an incredible, you know, rap professor or whatever, but I, NF for me is a lyrical genius. I mean, mm-hmm. he, the way he puts lyrics together uh, with the sounds that he uses, I is always just mesmerizing to me. Yeah. You know, I just always am in awe oftentimes of when NF raps about how on earth he came up with that and how on earth it, how, how long it took him to come up with that. Like, it's, uh, you know, it was just, I mean, it's, I'm fascinated by his, um, his art form. Um, but in the search, just the raw honesty that he exhibits is to me just incredible. And I, like, I feel a sense of reverence whenever NF shares himself on his songs Mm -hmm. because of how honest and raw he is. Um, And I know there are people across the world that have been impacted by his raw honesty um, in terms of mental health. And he raps about a lot of dark issues like mental health and things like that. So anyway, very grateful for NF and his music. I'm a huge admirer and appreciative of it. Yeah. I think um, the search is a good album. Certainly. I think the search is just like the most appropriate name for that album. right? Right. He's like searching. It's this raw, honest search. Um, I, I've tried, I'm not a huge, I'll take Lecrae over NF. Um, I'm not a huge, huge NF fan. Uh, but I I share all the sentiments you, you expressed. Um, one of the things I think I noticed about NF too is you may not get the kind of like, I'm repping Jesus type attitude that you get from Lecrae a lot of the time, but you get wholesome music in a genre that is otherwise often questionable. Agree. Right. And I think that like the worst things you're getting from NF are just raw, honest expression of his humanity. Um, yeah. It's not praising sin for the most part. Whereas I think a lot of the, the genre tends to do that. Um, yeah. When it's talking about struggle and sin, it's, it's portraying it as a real struggle, not as, as a something to be glorified and emulated. Yeah, it seems to me that's a good rule of thumb, too, when wading through rap music. You know, all these artists in the mainstream don't, not all of their songs are bad, you Mm -hmm. know? So I think that's a good rule of thumb is, you know, what more can you ask of someone than to start with honesty? Just being really honest about real situations. 
to me, that's a sign that that artist is on the right track or that song is on the right track. Even if the song is about really explicit, yeah. I mean, we need rappers that rap about explicit things in, in ways that are, you know, drawing us toward out of those things, you know? Yeah. Um, and Lecrae and NF, I think are, are good at doing that. Um, being honest. Yeah. You know, talking about NFA, NF makes me think, uh, of another artist that didn't make it on this list. I'm curious if you think they fit in this category. 21 Pilots. Yeah, you know, they're not in the rap category, but he does mess with that genre a yeah. little bit, and uh, I agree. I yeah. think he's, they've got a lot of similarities to NF, I agree. Uh, yeah. 21 Pilots. I does. agree. Although they're probably a little more creative genre-wise, and they kind of will bounce back and forth between different right. genres. When I think of the raw honesty, the search... Um, as well as sometimes even the sound, I think they can remind me of NF. Agree. Yeah, I'm with you. Okay. Also, you're a big fan. Yep, huge fan. Awesome. All right. Well, the the those are probably our big two, but we got some other uh, mm-hmm. ones worthy of being in the conversation at least. Uh, gotcha. Yep. Should we just go down the order? Do it. All right. Well, the next one we got is, is I mean, you probably know where we're going. Yeah. Kanye. <laughs> gotta say it. <laughs> What do we think? <laughs> yeah, you know, I have to be honest. I have not listened to his um, "Jesus Is King" okay. album. Yeah, um, I have not listened to. I yeah. listened to a couple of the songs, yeah. of course, but um, yeah. I mean, yeah. his story is a wild one. So maybe I'll let you yeah. talk about that. Uh, yeah. About your love of Kanye's album. Well, I mean, the "Jesus Is King" album is great. Um, I I think Kanye is a very talented rapper, a very talented musician. I think there's a number of songs outside of his jesus is king stuff that are that are very good songs as well um although he's also one of those where you're really you're really towing the line with explicit content um i think that i mean his story aside right because it's 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 he's a tough one because he has this like big conversion and then he also starts saying and doing all these questionable things and kind of goes off the rails it's like okay what I feel like Christians and fans of Christian rap are just like, do we claim him? I don't really know. <laughs> like we did want to yeah. for a little bit, but like, I don't know. So it's, it's that all that aside, like I think the Jesus is King album can stand alone as, as a, a, a very good album and, and very much worth listening to. Um, probably most of his other stuff I wouldn't recommend just due to explicit content. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I think it's, I think he, it, that album in particular belongs in the conversation. Gotcha. Nothing else to add there. How about this other guy? They call him Chance. Chance. The rapper. <laughs> yeah, you know, I I was telling Dylan before this, I but I almost put him on there and then I decided not to. And then you put him on there. So I was yeah. like, all right. You know, Chance is, to me, I, I really like his sound. I do. Mm-hmm. I really like his sound. I really like his style of rap. I just struggle with him a bit. Uh, and first of all, he's a very, very outspoken Christian. He talks, yes, he talks yes. about Jesus in public all the time. Yeah. And I have a friend who uh, loves Chance the Rapper, and she said to me once, like, I will die on that bridge. If someone is willing to proclaim Jesus in public, like, and use his fame to say the name of Jesus, yeah. I'm a fan. I will die on that bridge. Yeah. And uh, I, I admire that. He just, mm-hmm. Some of his songs sometimes are just still to me unnecessarily explicit yeah yeah um and it's just hard for me to get past so yeah chance chances in a category all his own 
Um, because it's like, he's not quite, he's not Lecrae, um, but he's not Drake. Right. Um, and he's kind of, yeah, he's this outspoken Christian. I think he's a stand up dude. Um, he's a White Sox fan, which is like, wow, huge, huge plus (laughs) there. Um, but he, he does all sorts of charitable work too. I, I, I think he's a stand up dude, but yeah, his music is, it's, simultaneously like he's got some good stuff but it's just the raunchiness i think is just too integrated into it this was a popular debate at samford back at the evangelical university i went to um i remember debating with a roommate about like so is 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 chance is he a real christian or what what's the deal like (laughs) especially when he like first started releasing like the album with blessings and everything and i think certainly like he's authentic in his faith like i'm not doubting that um but like you said it's just it seems like that it, it, when you're there in your walk with the Lord, your music should look different. Yeah, I agree. And I'm not questioning his walk with the Lord. I'm questioning the content of his music. Yeah, I agree. It's definitely interesting. And you know, you've got to believe that he has entertained that argument before and that he has an answer yeah. to that. So yeah. I'd be really interested to yeah. hear what he has to what say. What would his yeah. defense of, of the content yeah. of his music be? Yeah. Maybe just one song that I'll I'll suggest to folks is mm-hmm. um I actually listen to Genius Lyrics. Sometimes they'll put out these videos of these interviews with the the artists and the and the reasoning for the lyrics and stuff. And I listened to one on um, Chance's song "We Go High." Okay. Um, and it was just fascinating. Yeah. Um, and just a warning: there's explicit language in this yeah. song. Mm-hmm. Um, but. It was fascinating listening to him, and actually, the the first verse that he explained was just very deep, and um, I was really just kind of I, I enjoyed it. So, "We Go High" maybe is one to listen to, and just it's I, I feel like it gives a good sense of who Chance the Rapper is too, in terms of when he sings. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, I, I think I think he also might do a similar thing to Lecrae in like co-oping terms and stuff, because I think of like same drugs, which I don't think is really about drugs. Okay, yeah, Somebody I haven't heard that one. Can write in about that one. Okay. Um, but it's not, I don't think it is, gotcha. um, but, uh, yeah, I think he can do a similar thing with that. And like, we go high. It's yeah. like, I assume it's not about getting high. No. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. <laughs> just checking, yeah, just yeah. Checking. yeah, actually it is. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> um, but like it sounds, and I think that's maybe something, you know, you talk about what chances defense be. I think that's maybe something to do with it is that, I mean, even Lecrae, like he stands out for being clean. And I think there's something that that Chance does that Lecrae doesn't is like he just fits a hundred percent into the genre, um, and doesn't stand out in the same way. And I don't think Lecrae yeah. stands out too much, like in a way it's like, oh, I can't listen to Lecrae because he's a Christian rapper. Um, but I think he like maybe that would be what he would say is the positive he's doing with that is like it's he's staying true to the culture to the genre. I don't think that's right. Yeah. But I think that's that maybe is where his defense would be. Interesting. You maybe could see how he would say, oh, I'm just compromising on these things so that I can insert Jesus's name into yeah. this culture. It could be. Um, which is definitely an interesting message, but don't want to put be. words in his mouth. Yeah. Yeah. We're here. Yeah. We are psychologizing <laughs> yeah. Chance the Rapper. He's all a right. White Sox fan, though, so it's all OK. Yeah, it's all fine now. Yep. No big deal. No big deal. Oh, that confused me for a second. Yes, yeah. no big deal. No is big the, deal. Is the next, it's the next um, artist. I, I think maybe you are more of a fan of him than me, even though I do like him. So. Okay, I only mainly like him for his name. 
Uh, but I have a T-shirt of his that says "No Big Dill" on the front. Dill being D Y O, which is also the first three letters of my first name. Um, and uh, on the back back of the shirt, it's, so it's a lyric from one of his songs. It says, uh, "My demons looking depressed." Nice, which I think is kind of that's cool, really good. Yeah. Cool little lyric. My um, favorite of No Big Dill's line is "Raised by the sun." That's photosynthesis. That's a good line. My favorite one. That's a good line. I think he list. told me that, and I looked it up. It's a good song. Yeah, he's got to come. Um, so no big deal. Just add to the Christian rap. I mean, there's a whole slew of them. There's there's a really good. I mean, throwing Andy Minio, KB. There's there's a whole bunch of mm-hmm. good Christian rappers out there. And that's where I think with the genre of rap, like, and this may be something we. I know we have one more person to talk about, but we'll close with is like, there's so much good wholesome rap out there that I think if Agreed. you want to listen to rap music, like you can stick to the clean and the Christian stuff and have plenty of music. Yeah, I agree. And it's good. It's good rap. I mean, like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm trying to be honest. Um, I really, really like a lot of the mainstream sound. Yeah. Like one of the, t- um, like I, I really like Drake's sound. Not yeah. going to lie. Well, and what like I found I, is there's a few songs of Drake that yeah, I can listen to. There are. Yeah. Uh, God's plan. I mean, it's about God's plan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think. <laughs> yeah. No, but, uh, but there, there are a few Drake songs that yeah. I think are are not that vulgar and, and worthy of listening to. Um, and that's what I'll find if I am going into the mainstream rap genre. I'll kind of I'll kind of stick to those. But yeah, you're right. There is an element of like, especially if it's a popular song and you hear it, it's like I want to listen to that, but it's yeah. not not appropriate yeah i think my point is like i don't want to sit here and say that the mainstream rap music doesn't sound better than a lot of the things that we're suggesting i mean there are some like mainstream rap songs that i think sound really good and are legitimately that's it they just sound really good you think it's better um i think there are some mainstream rap songs that sound i don't i don't know how to judge but uh my point is that you know lecrae nf all these artists that we've mentioned are good rapper. I mean, they're legitimate rappers, mm-hmm. you know? So I think at the end of the day, like it's going to be hard in some sense to give up some of these artists that are mainstream that have good sounds, yeah. but it's worth it because yeah. it's just inappropriate. Like bottom yeah. line, yeah. Uh, you know, and these artists over here that we're suggesting are good rappers. I mean, it's not like you're compromising in mm-hmm. any like huge sense. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that's I think kind of what I wanted to say. Did that make sense? Yeah, I guess okay. I, I guess I do agree with that. Yeah. yeah, you're you're not missing out on anything. But I think there's sometimes like I listen to a uh, you know you hear a song and it's like oh, I love this song, yeah. but I like can't in good conscience listen yeah, to the it. message is trash. Yeah. And I think sometimes this is where maybe I'll push back a little bit. I think sometimes we think oh that's such a great song, but it's partially because we aren't listening to it. It's like, I wish I could listen to it because it's such a good song. But in reality, it's like a lot of other songs that you might like, but you get tired of it after a while anyway. it's true. And so I think sometimes it's the effect of, I haven't gotten tired of this song because I'm not listening to it. At least from, maybe from you or my perspective, that may not be the case for all of our listeners. But I think that's the experience sometimes I have. Good point, yeah. Lauren Hill, baby. That's right, yeah. Uh, 
I actually typed this in mid podcast because nice. it just I was wondering about where like, it came from. I was yeah. like, "How did we? How did we miss Lauren yeah. Hill? Anyway, yeah, in her miseducation. Oh man, yeah, the she was so poorly educated. Can you talk about that? <laughs> Seriously, was she? Anyway, um, yeah, the miseducation album from Lauren Hill is, I think, one of the foundational rap albums. Yeah. By the way, in rap music, the album is called "The Miseducation of Lauren Hill." Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. that's the long version. And. Uh, yeah, I think we first, I think we both discovered her around the same time from like a Word on Fire article. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Right. Um, and uh, I think it was Andrew Pet- Pettiprin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, he just referred to it as like the, what did he refer to it as? Like the greatest? Or One the, of the greatest rap albums of all time. And it's widely yeah. recognized. And it is so biblically literate. Like mm-hmm. it is just chocked full of biblical references. It is a phenomenal album it's a beautiful album yeah and it's it's i mean she's like what was this the 90s 80s 90s i think yeah somewhere around there yeah she's this like was like had this big album and then more or less kind of didn't do much and has gone like really quiet since um but what a gift to the world this album is it's incredible i I want everybody to go go listen to this album the miseducation of warren hill um phenomenal what are some songs you recommend on that um, you have to pull it up. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I wouldn't be able to think of the names yeah, right um, now. I honestly, you know what I'll suggest, Dylan, and you can mention some songs, mm-hmm. but just listening to the album from beginning to end, I feel is, like that's I a really so. positive it, exercise. It, it's an album that flows. I but, agree. Um, yeah, and there's like a thread, like storyline thread that goes through it. I think too. So, um, so I like to Zion. To Zion's really good. That's good. What's the um, Forgive Them Father? Is that what it's called? Forgive Them Father. Yeah, that's a really good one too. Yeah. Um, Miseducation of Lauren Hill is one of the songs as well. It's a good one. This is actually the album that the song "Can't Take My Eyes Off of You" is oh. on as well. Oh, yeah. so that's a song many people will will know. Um, but yeah, all this, it's it's you're right though. The best thing to do with that is just listen to it from the start. Yeah, good stuff. Conclusiones. Um, oh my, how do I conclude my thoughts on rap music? Uh, that was a lot of information. I think I will suggest that mainstream rap, rap music is very explicit, but do not be fooled. Rap music has value um, at certain times in one's life, although I don't think it should be uh, like it shouldn't invade our lives every minute of every day because it can deter from silence. Mm-hmm. Um, having said that, give it a look. Yeah. I think I want to challenge, as I said before, challenge our, our listeners to, um, if you're going to listen to rap, only listen to the wholesome stuff. Um, I think it's worth it. I think there's a lot of good stuff. I think it's a genre, like in general with music, I think especially in the, in, in the 21st century, like we need to vote with our patronage in the sense of what we listen to, what we watch, what we buy needs to reflect the kind of society we want to build. So if we want rap music to be a more wholesome genre, let's support the ones who are doing it. Agree. The right way. Um, so that, that's my big challenge is, is we named a lot and there's a lot more than what we named. Um, go there. Listen to that. I, I, don't, I don't think you'll be missing out. Um, and your soul will probably thank you. That's All it. right. Enough said. Enough said. Indeed. All right. Until next time, which will be like five minutes for us, but like two weeks for you. We'll see you next time on Colloquium. Email us at colloquiumshow at gmail.com. You can find your way between all these spam emails we get. <laughs> and uh, we're happy to be back at it and 
look forward to hearing from you. Peace.